Uh, you know what? I will chalk this up to gross. Um, <laughs> the liberal government is very prone to make sure that we are like waste free, blah, blah, blah. No plastics by 2024. And uh, this is my part in helping the environment. Mm, nope. Nope. It's gross. This show is being broadcast on Treaty One territory, the traditional territory of Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota and Dene people. And on the homeland of the Métis Nation. Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. I was raised by two career parents. So believe me when I tell you, a hot meal on the table for dinner was usually uh, our favorite local pizza joint. And I was okay with that growing up. It was great. It wasn't until I got to college where I had three roommates and one of them was from Ghana. Well, his parents are from Ghana. He was a first generation. He taught me how to use spice. My other roommate uh, grew up in a large family. And so he taught me that you can grab anything out of the fridge and throw it in a stir fry. Oh, yeah. And then my other, my other roommate was a hunter. And so he really taught me the ins and outs of how to cure beef and whatnot. It was kind of by proxy, just, you know, we'd all take turns sh- sh- sharing the duties of cooking and whatnot. But it's something that I really enjoy. And I do the bulk of the cooking in our household. And I'm curious to know who taught you guys how to cook. Um, I still don't know how. <laughs> that's not true. That's no. not true. You were you were you were sharing me uh, pictures yeah. the other day, and that's, that's well, kind of why I wanted to bring it up. My, you, you see the pictures of like homemade uh, hamburger buns and homemade oh, yeah. hamburgers. Yeah, true. Well, no, I would probably get. I don't know. It's it's a mixture. I would say m- my mom is the one that answers the questions now, but I probably learned the most from my dad growing up. Like growing up, I would be, he would be the one to be like, "This is what you do. This is what you do. This is what you do." But now, if I have any questions, I don't call him. I call my mom. Why is that? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe because my mom answers her phone more easily. She's on it more, probably that. And, and, and you know, you can skip a conversation about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. yeah. Any, or the Argonauts. He will Most re- importantly. Every time since they won the Grey Cup, every time I call him, he starts with, did you know we won the Grey Cup? What a jerk. I know. I know. Hmm. But no, yeah, I, honestly, honestly, I would do the same thing. Yeah, also. I know. No, that's that's honestly the truth. Like, I, yeah, my mom has no problem answering any questions I have now. Like, I remember I was making a chili not too long ago, and I was like, mom, it says to do this. Do I actually do this? And she was like, yeah, yeah. That's that's what you do. That's what you do. So she's okay with answering anything even today. But uh, yeah, growing up, definitely my dad. I have to say my inspiration is like from my entire family. Like everybody in my family cooks a lot. I'd say growing up would be my grandma primarily. There's a lot of tips and tricks I still use from her. Um, my stepdad and his dad who lived with us for a period of time were also really big ones. He's the guy that I'll run to now, but also to uh, like he hunts a lot. So a lot of the meats and stuff that I cook with are from him. And I'm like, this is vacuum sealed and it has no instructions on it. How long do I cook this for? Um, but I don't know. I'm, you know, honestly, excuse me, I would say, and I've always enjoyed cooking a lot, but truthfully, I don't think I got good at cooking until I met Steven. And that was largely because he's such a foodie and I really wanted to impress him. And I really started diving in a lot more into different spices and little things that I do to make things more flavorful and whatnot. So I like I was okay at cooking for most of my life, but I don't think I was actually good at it until probably like a year ago. What's the best dish you make? Me? Both of you. Well, that's easy. Everything? 100% my stir fry. That's because it's straight up my mom's recipe, and I copy everything word for word. She has it literally printed on her locker at school. So if I'm like in the middle of the day, because I don't save recipes, I'll be like, Mom, what's the stir fry recipe? She'll run to her locker at school to take a picture of it for me so that I have it every single time. I would say for me, it's probably uh, some good old Mennonite schmodfot pierogies. That would be mine. 
I would probably have to say, well, it's probably not my best dish, but I did one up last night that I hadn't done in a while, and I didn't have any peppers that I could do with, so I ended up just making them into sloppy joes. But oh, yeah. uh, rice, ground beef, tomato sauce, garlic spice, and uh, some chopped up uh, mushrooms and and peppers. You ever try to put that? Left. Ever try to put that in eggs the following morning if you have leftovers? Come on. It's, you know what you're talking to. Yeah, okay. You're talking, you're talking to the guy that makes the best eggs yeah, in the world. It's so good to do that. Then you have yourself a nice little uh, Mexican breakfast. Now, my next question to you guys is, and I'm curious to know if this is a generational thing or not, but I think it skipped my generation. I haven't been part of very many. I know my parents' generation did it quite a bit. But has your generation ever gotten together with your friends and done a potluck? Oh, yeah. Oh, every year. We do fr- really? Friendsmas. Yeah. I've been to I've been to Friendsgiving with Tyler and everybody will bring a dish. That was Friendsmas, not mm-hmm. Friendsgiving? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, same thing. And so we do that. So every single person comes and we all say what we're bringing. We all put it all out on like a big table and we all grab it and we all every single year. It's, it's You tell tradition. each other what you're bringing and then, yep. then it's not a potluck. Well, then it's not a potluck. No, then, 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 it's, then it's an organized dinner. Well, <laughs> we don't want pe- six turkeys. So yes, no. we like, do. Well, Who's taking care of the turkeys? Who's doing the dessert? Who's doing the salad? And then then it's perfect. No, then that is not a potluck. A potluck is bring something... And the luck of the draw is if you end up with six casseroles, you end up with six casseroles. No, I don't want to do that ever. I 100% do that, yeah, with my friends. A couple times a year, usually, we'll do little gatherings. If it's Mm. a UFC night or something like that, I'll be like, hey, everybody bring something. And we all just come over and eat. I'd like to do like an office potluck. I mean, as much as I'd love to do it, especially with the early morning crowd... Uh, unfortunately, legally, we just wouldn't be able to do that because we, we can't vet who's, you know, cooking what. And yeah. There could be some people out there that don't like us. That's all I'm saying. But I'd like, but I'd like to do like an office potluck maybe this spring. We have to, especially now that we have Promo Mac, our new promotions manager. I have been to a potluck with him before and he makes the best homemade mac and cheese I've ever had in my life. When you say homemade, what do you mean homemade? Well, obviously he doesn't make the noodles, but outside of that, like all of the sauces and stuff, like he is, he has so many different kinds of cheeses that he grates and puts into it, and it is so good. Okay, so we know you're bringing pierogies, yeah. Tyler. We know you're bringing the stir fry. Oh no, I'd be, I'd make something else for a potluck. Why not the what stir would you fry? Make? I want to try the stir fry. Not something that takes that long to make. You can't <laughs> brag about a stir fry. An office and then potluck. Not. I don't care. I'd, Tyler's bringing a veggie I, tray. I would just literally bag bring of chips. <laughs> the chips or a salad. I don't care about you guys that much. You make a good salad. <laughs> I'm gonna make that uh, that tuna casserole again that Tyler loved so much. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you liked it though. No. No, you did. You put it in your mouth. You're like, it's pretty good. Yeah. And then you we never have, ate any more of it. I we was trying proof. to be nice to you. That's what it was. I'm never Why? I'm never eating it ever you, again. Listen, you know, that it's really hard to hurt my feelings. You don't have to lie to me. No, it was awful. It was terrible. I hate tuna. I don't ever want to have it again. Like straight up. Never in my life. If it, somebody it gives me bad. tuna, it's friends off like forever. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the beauty about potluck is that you don't have to dip into every single casserole dish that's on the table you could do chicken in it maybe instead of tuna curious at all it sounds to it sounds to me like jasmine you're very interested in uh, in getting better at doing the cooking tyler oh, yeah. carr sounds like you could probably use a few recipes probably curious to know if, any, if anyone's got any half decent recipes out there fire it to us at a text or an email i would love to see what's out there something something that you do that's kind of been handed down from generation the generation or whatever it may be. Not not one of these ones that you found online. It's like, oh, there's a really good cooking tip at this website. No, no, no. I want like a picture of the actual cooking card that we can probably work into our repertoire because I'm always looking to add to mine too. 
Perfect. 204-452-1061, or you can get the emails at our website, energy106.ca. Wait what? With Jasmine Lane, we'll do the Tearaway Calendar Lesson 10. <laughs> Today's Tearaway A Day Calendar. This is a Christmas gift courtesy of Mama Carr up there in Swan River, Manitoba. It sits on our desk and stares at us all morning for today, Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. Someday, you'll go far. I hope you stay there. Mood. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There you go. News feed coming up. Sports feed coming up. We'll have some audio. That's not real audio. That's actual audio. That's not actual audio. That's audio. Nonetheless, coming up from the World Cup. That's coming up here momentarily on Wheeler in the Morning. First, we do this. Wait, what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Balenciaga. Okay, they've been in the news like crazy. Why are we still talking about these jokers? Updates and it's going to enrage you a little bit more. So they had filed a $25 million lawsuit against the company who produced that controversial campaign that they claim they had no knowledge of. And they have now dropped the $25 million lawsuit because the production company submitted paperwork that proved the concept was signed off on by Balenciaga. They just must have forgotten, I guess. The no, owner, they knew. The, they, they didn't forget anything. This I is know. them trying to go, uh, not our fault. Uh, account- What's accountability? I don't even know how to spell it. We have accountants for that, don't we? Here's the thing that's so frustrating, and I think there's a lot of other fans that almost make this more upset with them. Because in a situation like this, you are far better off to just own up and say, holy crap, we totally screwed up. We're so sorry. This is so wrong. We, we condemn this type of thing. We will not be using like it is so much better to do that right off the hop than to lie and say, "Well, it was the photographer," and for- photographer says it's not him, and that oh, well, but it must have been the marketing team, and the marketing team is like, "What? We just scheduled your venue." Well, it must have been the production company, and the production company is like, "Here's this paper. It was you." And to have like it's like you should have just said that from the beginning. Like this was a total oversight. So sorry about it. But it's interesting because the owner of Balenciaga, one of the co-owners, he says. I want to personally apologize for the wrong artistic choice of concept for the gifting campaign with kids, and I take my responsibility. It was inappropriate to have kids promote objects that have nothing to do with them. At Balenciaga, we stand together for children's safety and do not tolerate any kind of violence or hatred message. Then why put out an ad campaign like that? Yeah, I don't know. They did say, though, that uh, they're obviously going to have some rules in place now for this type of thing. And they also said that they'll be setting aside funds to help organizations that are dedicated to protecting children. Man, I'm really curious to see what they do with their uh, child slave labor development uh, (laughs) department. (laughs) Guys, keep your mouth shut. Keep making those bags. Keep making them. Let's go. Messy situation. Turn your feet. This, this is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. What was originally planned for the story of Disney's Frozen may come as a big shock to you. Also, Paris Hilton has news. Big news. Iconic news. She is sliving, baby. First she cooking though, again? <laughs> no. Oh, no, I wish. She's cooking up something, though. It's not food. It's not edible. But, you know. 
A new report claims that the average Canadian family of four will pay over $1,000 extra in groceries in 2023, or roughly $16,000 a year. More groceries are expected to increase by the cost of five point, or sorry, five to seven percent, on top of the 10.7 percent increase we saw in the last year alone. Vegetables are expected to have the biggest increase of them all, while fruits seem to be pretty stable, sitting at about four percent. The co-director of Frozen has given us insight into the original plans for the movie, and it involved killing off Olaf. And you are... Uh, um, I'm Anna. And who's the funky-looking donkey over there? That's Sven. Uh-huh. And who's the reindeer? Yeah, that was one of the original plans. They were going to get rid of his character very early on in the movie. But after one of the writers ended up creating a three-page write-up about Olaf, which left Jennifer Lee impressed, they decided to keep him. And he went on to be one of the show's most beloved characters, helping them take home over $1.3 billion in the box office and two Oscars. Paris Hilton has some big news. She is back in the studio. She said there's a very special announcement on New Year's Eve and then wasted the point of teasing said announcement to say that it is new music. Also, her memoir comes out on March 14th. She says it's very personal and she's been writing it for the last year. Music news you can use with Dave Wheeler. For December 6th. 2022. A Britney Spears inspired musical called Once Upon a One More Time is set to open on Broadway next year. Once Upon a One More Time was originally scheduled to make its debut in Chicago in 2019, but was delayed till April 2020. Its shows were later canceled completely because of the coronavirus outbreak before eventually premiering in Washington, D.C. in November of 2021. Here is a clip from that show. It has now been announced that the musical comedy will open on Broadway at the Marquee Theatre on June 23rd, 2023, followed by previews that start on May 13th. Kanye West has resurfaced on Instagram after his Twitter account was suspended once again and insinuated that Elon Musk is a clone. Last week, West tweeted an illustration of a swastika inside the Star of David leading to his third ban from Twitter in less than two months. Parler also came out to confirm that West's buyout of the company has been shut down. Now the rapper has returned to Instagram to share a passage of text in which he suggests that Twitter boss Elon Musk could be a clone, saying, quote, Am I the only one who thinks Elon could be half Chinese? They probably made 10 to 30 Elons, and he's the first genetic hybrid that stuck. Well, let's not forget about Obama. On Twitter, Musk then replied to a comment about the post to which he takes West's claim as a compliment. Posting the exchange to his Instagram, West added, it was meant as a compliment. Now Obama, on the other hand. And finally, The Weeknd has teased some new music for the upcoming new Avatar film in a cryptic new social media post. The mysterious 12-second teaser clip was shared to his Twitter account and featured a blue A with a bird in the center and was scored by new, never-before-heard music. 
weekend caption the post with 12, 16, 22, which means December 16th of this year, the same date that also appears later in the clip. Soon after sharing, the musician retweeted a post from the new Avatar movie account, which read, Hashtag Avatar The Way of Water X The Weekend, seemingly confirming his involvement with the upcoming film. That's music news you can use for December 6th, 2022. For more music news, subscribe to Music News You Can Use on your podcast app. I'm Dave Wheeler. Wheeler in the morning. I forgot how much fun it is having a kitten in the house when you put up a Christmas tree. Mm, I'm shocked that even with cats, you even attempt to do that. Well, it's funny. My wife and I had that conversation. She's like, so what do we do about a tree this year? I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? What do we do about a tree this year? We put up a tree. It's Christmas time, December mm-hmm. 1st. We do it every year. She's like, I know, but the kitten. And I'm like, and mm-hmm. she says, well, the cat's going to knock it down. I'm like, that's. Part of the process. So has the kitten knocked it down? And if so, oh, yeah. how many times? How many are well, you at? The, the, the good news is, is that the tree, we have a five foot artificial tree. Mm-hmm. And what we've done is we went out and bought a whole bunch of little bell ornaments. Mm-hmm. So the second somebody hears a bell, it's like, oh, yeah. So it's, 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 like, it's like, like an a alarm. alarm. It's a cat alarm. See, with yeah. us, we just uh, will notice the tree rocking back and forth. And then it's like, a Lulu, stop it. Stop eating yeah. the tree. <laughs> That pine cone is not real. Stop it. Uh, animals and Christmas trees, they will never cease to entertain me. Time now is 649 on a Tuesday morning. My name is Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr. Coming up at some point this morning, you are listening for the sound of the Sparks of Hope rabid. And it sounds kind of like... Or as someone texted in yesterday, Jasmine talking about Top Gun. Which I'm still not <laughs> very, happy Very with. similar how they sound. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. As soon as you hear a rabbit, what you do then is you text in at 204-452-1061 the word Ubisoft. U-B-I-Soft. It's easy. And then the first person to do that will get to play uh, press conference. And then if you win that, you're going to win the brand new, like it literally just came out a few weeks ago, Mario and Rabbids game, Sparks of Hope, that has been getting, I actually checked this morning on like Metacritic. It's at like almost 94 out of 100. Wow. Which is almost better than like most Nintendo games. So like it's a, it's a real good game. Now, my 11 and 8 year old, yes? Yes. Very okay. Yes. Like, very yes. This is an all-ages game. It's very, like, combat-driven, so uh, Ubisoft did a really good job of, like, taking the Nintendo characters, but then turning them into their own characters. The story is really fun for kids, too, but also the gameplay, it does get hard enough for, like, adults to want to play it. It's it's really good. So like, what we're giving good. you is the Sparks of Hope Gold mm-hmm. DLC, so you get all the content, mm-hmm. all of the downloadable content. DLC stands for downloadable mm-hmm. content, yep. BT dubs. Yep. That stands for, by the way. Yep. ASAP as soon as possible. Okay. Yeah. LOL. <laughs> lots of love. <laughs> IMO. Mm. In my opinion. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's coming up at some point today. When you hear that, when you hear it, make sure you text in Ubisoft to 204 452 1061. Then we'll call you back mm-hmm. and we'll play our brand new game that we unra- that we rav- uh, that we rolled out yesterday. There yeah. we go. And the, the sound will be during a song. So your song oh. will be interrupted. You will know that blatantly. If you're listening to a song and you think, what was that? That's your cue to, call, to text. All right. We're going to play a classic game here, a classic Wheeler in the Morning game here to, for some Thermaea passes. If you're looking to stock someone's uh, st- stuff, someone's stocking this Christmas, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. You pull out that envelope and it's got a couple of passes to Thermaea. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
baby. Things are going to heat up real quick in your household. <laughs> 204-452-1061, the number to call. Uh, we're going to play Guess Your Hood. And Tyler Carr, we're going to put you on the uh, on the stand today. Okay. And, uh, yeah, let's get a call here. What's your name on the phone? Steve. Steve. All right. Tyler Carr into the stinky, sweaty, way too big soundproof booth. We're going to have a quick conversation with Steve. We're going to find out where he lives, and then you're going to come back into the room and get a series of questions and try and figure out where exactly Steve lives. Let's wait till Tyler Carr leaves the Good room. Good luck. Plug your nose. Into the stinky, sweaty, way too big soundproof booth. Okay, Steve, tell Jasmine, myself, and everyone else, where do you live? In Old St. Vitell. Okay. Old St. Vitell. All right. Nice and easy. Okay. Let's get Tyler Carr back in here so he doesn't have to spend too much time in there. Tyler! The buzzer isn't working still. All right. Okay, Tyler Carr, we're going to throw Steve on hold there. We have uh, enough. Actually, you know, no, no. No, I talked to him. You, yeah, you can ask Steve the questions. Hi, Steve. Uh, yeah, so you got five questions. Five questions. <sighs> if you if you can guess where Steve lives, he mm-hmm. does not win the Thermaea Passes. If you fail to find out where he lives, uh, then he wins. Okay, okay. Steve, how many kids do you have? Three. You have three kids. Good for you. Congrats. Steve. Hmm. Do you work? No, actually. Uh, Steve, how long would it take for you to drive to the airport from your house? I would say at least 25 minutes. Okay. All right. Steve, do you live... No, now I'm going to ask another driving one. How long would it take for you to get to a Costco from your house? About 20 minutes. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> nice work, Keanu. Riveting. Hmm. Okay. I have a map of Winnipeg open, and I'm, like, crossing off areas. Um, and that was three questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two more. Steve Ooh. How much would you say your home in Winnipeg is now worth? Mm. Ballpark it for me uh, That's difficult to assess because I don't have a home oh. <laughs> Thanks for giving it away <laughs> um, Okay, I, I think I have an area but I get one more question. One more. One so more. I'm going to do. One. I'm going to do another driving one. How long would it take you to get to Portage and Maine from your not house? About mm, ten to twelve minutes. Ten to twelve minutes. So twenty minutes to the airport. Ten to twelve minutes to downtown. Do you live? Do you live in? No, that doesn't make sense. I, I, I'm confused. You're, you've got me shook. Take a guess, Tyler Carr. Uh, my first one was either... Not either. You get no, one. I'm just... Out loud was Garden City, but that's too far from downtown for 12 minutes. So then it's got to be... It's got to be Kildonan, like North Kildonan. Is that your final answer? It's my final answer. That is incorrect. Old Safe Patel no. is the correct answer, which means Steve wins the ticket. 
All right, hang on the line. We'll uh, grab some details from you. Well, hang on a, a sec here. I'm, I'm, I'm curious now. Does he live in a condo? Is that is that the deal? Are you, are you, are you renting an apartment? I rent an apartment. Mm. Okay, yeah, there you go. That's a good All spot right. to be. Okay, hang yeah, on the no line, kidding. Steve. No kidding. It's about to be this day and age. All right, Thermea passes for you, which uh, is actually not too far from you, which is kind of like, how long would it take for you to drive to Thermea? Would have been a good question. <laughs> yeah. not, not very long. <laughs> uh, we'll play for more Thermea passes coming up tomorrow morning on the show. Your chance, Sparks of Hope, Ubisoft and Nintendo hooking up, and we're going to try and get you that DLC coming up at some point. You're listening for... Outline 204-478-8040. Morning. I just wanted to say I miss the caroling lady. So I'm going to start it off and hopefully she can continue. If not, she can give me a call and we can do it collaboratively. We could collaborate and do it together. So I'm going to start it off. On the first day of Christmas, my energy crew brought to me a Mariah Carey song Aww, for me. Gross. On the second day of Christmas, my energy crew brought to me two millennial power outages <laughs> and a Mariah Carey song for me. <laughs> On the third day of Christmas, energy crew brought for me three wake-up Acknowledgement, wake up crew acknowledgements <laughs> from Dave, two millennial power what? outages, and a Mariah Carey song no. for me. On the fourth day of Christmas, my energy crew brought to me four complaints from Sleepy Joe that he's not listening <laughs> anymore, yeah. three wake up acknowledge, crew acknowledgements from Dave, two millennial power outages, <laughs> oh and a Mariah Carey song for me. On the fifth day of Christmas, energy crew brought to me five energy jet trips. Yes. Four complaints from Sleepy Joe. <laughs> three wake-up crew acknowledgments from Dave. Two millennial power outages. And a Mariah Carey song for me. Your turn, Carly lady. Well done. Have a great day, yeah. guys. Love Good you. job, Martha. Take that was fans. fantastic. That Very was creative. Great. That was great. And I get to play Mariah Carey, so thank you. Appreciate that. That'll be coming up right away. Uh, one more call today on the loud line. It was about a situation. Oh, we actually had. I'll, I'll find the text for this maybe. But uh, there was a situation yesterday and somebody wasn't too happy out on the roads. Hi, I'm calling because the lights are out at Bishop Grandin and Furmore. No, sorry, Dakota and Furmore and or Dunkirk and Furmore, whatever you want to call it. And, and there's a cop sitting there. And instead of getting out and directing traffic, he's sitting in his car watching the traffic. Now, I get it's cold outside, but are you just going to sit there and watch an accident happen, or are you going to help prevent one? Come on. Yeah, there was a lot going on on the roads yesterday, and there's I, a lot going on again today. I highly doubt he was just sitting there and watching. They will ha- There's a protocol, and maybe he was waiting for somebody else to arrive so they could both get out and help direct traffic. Or- there, There is a situation this morning. A stop semi broke down in the middle of the intersection at Dougald Highway oh. and the perimeter. Uh, no police on scene to alert the traffic yet, and it was fully broken down. That was about 15-ish Dougald minutes ago. And the perimeter, is that still where it's a one-way? I believe it is. So, that yeah. sucks. Drive safe. It's slippery. You can call the loud line anytime. Here comes that number. Dude! Oh, stop that. That is two Every times today. Time. Ask her not to do it. I mean, okay. Jax, can you please stop? <laughs> Dude! Please and That's thanks. Great, great song, by the way. 
719, Tuesday morning. My name's Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr. Coming up, we got the news feed. We get the sports feed. Tom Brady being all Tom Brady last night in Monday Night Football. We'll tell you about that. Music news you can use and wait what's still contained in the wake-up crew hour of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Okay. So uh, just to recap quickly, uh, you're listening for this. Those are called Rabbids. They are characters from Ubisoft, and Ubisoft Canada has hooked us up with a bunch of their Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope game for the Nintendo Switch, the Gold Edition. We're giving them away all week long, so what you're doing is you're listening for that. When you hear it in a song, you text in at 204-452-1061 the word Ubisoft, and then we're going to pick somebody, and they're going to play a game of press conference. So uh, we'll be doing that all week long. So Press Conference is a game that we stole right out of the pages of Whose Line Is It Anyways. Uh, if you remember that show with Ryan Stiles, Colin Mockery, uh, it, 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 Wayne Brady, Drew Carey, great show. And it's based on improv. And Jasmine Lane has been taking some improv classes, and we thought what a great way to squeeze this into our repertoire of already great games here on We Learn the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. So, Jasmine Lane, we are going to send you into the stinky, okay. sweaty, way too small soundproof booth, way too big soundproof booth, and then yeah, we're going to talk to Will. Then we're going to talk to Will, who was the first one to text yep. in uh, during Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Yeah. He heard the Rabbids. And, sir, here is the deal. When Jasmine Lane comes back... Hi, by the way. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, okay, good, thanks. Uh, when Jasmine Lane comes back in, she is going to be holding a press conference having no idea who she is. Tyler Carr and I are going to be playing the role of reporters. We are going to ask her questions... Also giving subtle hints yeah. as to who she may be at the podium. When we're done asking the questions, we're going to say, Jasmine Lane, who are you? Do you think she will know that she is Super Mario, who has had his overall buttons replaced with Velcro? Uh, I, I think she will. I've got faith in Jasmine. <laughs> what? You're going to... Wait, what? Okay, so I... Okay, no, that's fine. So, so, right. so you have to... So you have to... You have yeah. to... Tell, this is all improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, again, I got you. And again, I'll be honest with you. I, I try not to make a final decision on what exactly we're going to do until right before because I want to be mm-hmm. able to use my brain for improv purposes too. Okay, so Will, that's your final answer? You you're, you think Jasmine will be able to do it? Okay, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, lock it in, man. Which one is it? No, I'll go with no. No, okay. Go with no? okay. He's going with no. So if you're right, you're going to win this game. If not... Then not. Okay, the button's still not working. We gotta get that fixed. Uh, hear ye, hear ye. Jasmine Lane here hosting this press conference. Thank you all for coming. You're Jasmine Lane? Yes. Okay. Should I not be Jas? I can be somebody else. I can be whoever you want me to be. Well, that's the idea, is that we are going to ask you questions now. Uh, you are holding a press conference You're having no idea who so, you are. Take two. Hold on. Hear ye, hear ye! It is a Nintendo character holding this press conference. Thank you oh. all for coming and taking the time out of your day. Uh, questions will commence as of right now. Uh, yes, uh, Dave Wheeler here from Goomba Goomba Weekly. Out of curiosity, uh, is this change going to affect your, uh, affect your flying ability? You know what? It probably will. It probably will, but that is a battle we are willing to face. Uh, Tyler Carr here from Koopa Troopa Ave. Uh, will this change affect how you actually dress every single day? You know what? There's a lot of things that go into how I dress every day. Part of it is what my wife sets out for me, and the other is uh, whether or not I washed my underwear the night before. Uh, Dave Wheeler from Yahoo News uh, would like... <laughs> You like that? Yeah, that's good. Uh, uh, curious to know, uh, is this going to affect any sort of stomping? 
You know what? Uh, if, if stomping needs to be done, we will stomp our way to the finish line. Uh, Tyler Carr here from Let's Go News. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you think the color yellow will make a comeback? I will say, you know, from our expertise, uh, yellow is tends to be more of a fall trend, so I would expect it to uh, to make a comeback in the fall for sure. Uh, Dave Wheeler here from uh, from the uh, you already used. Let's go, you stole mine. That was, that was a good one. I really appreciate same, that. Same same way. Uh, uh, out of curiosity, uh, with this change, will your counterparts also be doing the exact same thing? You know what? For one, for all, as they say. So, yes, yes, we will all be doing so, the exact same so, thing. So, overall, that's going to happen? That's going to be a change? That's going to be an overall change? That will absolutely be an overall change. Uh, Tyler Carr here from, actually, Energy 106, the newsroom. Oh, hello. Um, do you like people with the names that rhyme with rat? You know what? Rats are bad. That's all I got to say, Okay. okay. Uh, will this be a uh, quicker change uh, for you where, when you're going in and out of the, the castle? Yes. Okay. It will be. All right. my, I think I know what it is. Go for it. It's Who Mar- are you, Jasmine It's Lane? Mario for sure. And what's he doing? Something with overalls changing, quicker change, yellow, yellow button, yellow button. Yeah, That's the color on his overalls, right? It's yellow, yellow button, yellow button, overall change, quicker, quicker. Shoelace, no, that's not right. Something that has to do with Mario and the buttons on his overalls. I think that's close enough. I think I think that's pretty good. Yeah, so that you you were Super Mario talking about uh, changing from buttons to Velcro. Well, that makes way more sense. That's so much more yeah. convenient, really. Oh, uh, but Will, like, yeah, Will didn't think he'd be able to do it. Me? Yeah, yeah Will, he did. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Come, oh, come man, on. that's okay. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. Oh, fuck! You could try again tomorrow, okay, Will? Sounds good. Okay, so do we pick All another right. texter? I can't believe I yeah. got that. Okay, I got one right here. You the got person, one? Okay. Yeah, the person that texted. Are we going to call him right now? Let's do it. Let's yeah, absolutely. Do it. Okay, we're going to call the person that actually texted in second, and we will let them know. Overall. J- Jason, by the way. Hello, Jason. Guess what? You win for doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Isn't that the best way to win a prize? Uh, Usually, yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. So first question. Do you have a Nintendo Switch that you're going to be able to download Sparks of Hope on? Uh, It looks like I'm going to have to get one. Oh, yeah. We we are selling so many consoles this week. It's so good. No kidding. Yeah, that's amazing. Speaking of which, we're going to talk about Mary Switchmas coming up Mm -hmm. here in just a little bit. So uh, maybe another way for you to get yourself a Nintendo Switch. All right. Hang on the line. We're going to grab some details from you. You are the winner of the Ubisoft Nintendo collab, courtesy of Ubisoft Canada, Sparks of Hope, the gold DLC. Don't go anywhere. We got more to give away tomorrow morning. News feed, sports feed, coming up next. This is the News Feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Warner Bros. has changed the release date of this movie again. And a trailer for the new spinoff of The Boys. We'll give you a listen after this. If you're writing to Santa this year, Canada Post has advised to make sure your letters are sent out by this Friday to make sure he gets them. After all, delivery to the North Pole can take some time. H-O-H-O-H-O. Mm-hmm. And uh, a little bit longer with how windy it is up north lately. 
Yet again, Warner Bros. has changed the release date for the upcoming The Flash movie. But this time, it's good news for fans. It's been bumped up by a week and is now scheduled for release on June 23rd, 2023. I've also got some news on the Warner Brothers. Uh, Hmm. We mentioned uh, last week and this week on the show that James Gunn, Guardians of the Galaxy director, is going over to DC and he's going to be the big boss. He's going to be the one that's going to start overseeing from now moving forward, building an entire universe, which DC has failed to do over the past 15 years. Just no continuity. It's been pretty pretty gross to watch, so they're hoping James Gunn's going to be able to bring that in. He has requested a meeting with the people involved in Batgirl, that movie that got shelved, that $90 million movie. He wants to sit down and at least talk about how it may possibly fit well, in. Also, mm. Black Adam, it was announced that it lost almost $100 million in theaters. Yikes. That's, yeah, so it's not... It, they need to do something because what they're doing ain't working. <sighs> the boys' spinoff, Gen V, has a trailer. Where did you find that kind of courage? I'm superhuman, right? We're made of steel. And, uh, yeah. That trailer is gory. Like, like the trailer is gory. Yeah, it's very gory, very dark in typical The Boys fashion. Only this time, young superheroes take over college. It premieres on Amazon Prime next year, but an exact date has yet to be announced. Have you watched The Boys, Dave? No, I haven't. Why? And I've... I've only have, I have I only have a certain amount of shows that I can fit in. I know that one's there. I've heard nothing but great things. I like Carl Urban. I like everything about this. It just hasn't crept into my wheelhouse yet. I know you've watched season one. I've only seen season one, and it was really good. I've seen a few episodes, and I'll give it another shot. There's another part of me, too, that when it comes to superhero TV shows, like I'll watch the MCU ones because yeah. I, that, that follows the storyline. Oh, where- yeah. This one doesn't. No. So I mean, I'll, I'll I'll go and I'll watch you know the Batman's when they come out in theaters and whatnot because they're they're movies. But to follow along with a non sequential show that's not going to add to my movie watching experience, I really don't see a point. No, that's fair. But I I, I could see them doing a boys movie eventually. Oh. I really could. Yeah, like it it has the potential to be really great. I'll tell you what, the boys were on the field last night for Monday Night Football, Week 13, wrapping up in the NFL schedule. New Orleans Saints visiting Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brady has a losing record to the Saints since joining Tampa Bay, and he looked to continue that trend as the Bucs trailed the Saints the entire game. Down by six with under 30 to play. Tom Brady looking to be Tom Brady. It's third down. Underneath. And touchdown, Rashad White. Tie game with the extra point to come. They would score the extra point and win the game. 17-16. Nail-biter. Brady walked up to the podium after a shower looking all looking all dapper mm. with his hair and, and his jacket and designer. And he even like, mm. made sure he's like, all right, this jacket's good. And then he stepped up and got a good chuckle out of the reporters. Just like we drew it up. <laughs> Just like we drew it up. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that's how you do. You uh, have a game-winning drive at the, with seconds left to play. Yeah, that's exactly how you want to play. Bucks are 6-6 six and six on the season and lead the NFC South. Baker Mayfield has been released by the Carolina Panthers. Speculation is he's going to get signed by San Fran in the coming days. Week 14 of the NFL schedule kicks off Thursday night with the Rams and the Raiders. All right, from football to football. Japan and Croatia. World Cup action yesterday played to a 1-1 draw at full time. So off to penalties we go. They don't do penalties during uh, group stage. They only Uh do that when it comes to elimination games. So if they're tied at the end of the game, 
Then basically, kind of similar to a shootout in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, they set up the ball and they do penalty kicks until somebody wins. So because we're not allowed to air any audio because of licensing rights, I found a minor soccer game from Croatia okay. to give you an idea of what it probably sounded like. Yeah, there you go. Kind of sounds like my backyard football game I used to own on the GameCube. Bingo. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Croatia wins 3-1 on penalties to move on to the next round. The second game yesterday. Oh, Carnival on Waterfront Street. We're watching with a careful eye yesterday as Brazil look to move on facing South Korea. Brazil opens the scoring early in the game and didn't look back. Neymar scoring on a penalty not too long after. It was 4-0 before South Korea netted one. And the South Korean fans went crazy. Wow. 4-1 final for Brazil. More meat on your plate with the green sign at Carnival. Two games today, Morocco and Spain at 9 a.m. Portugal and Switzerland tangle at 1. NHL last night, Canucks edged the Habs 7-6 in overtime. Flames beat the Coyotes 3-2. Oilers fell to the Capitals by the same score. Flyers beat the Avs 5-3. Rangers over the Blues 6-4. And the Golden Knights beat the Bruins 4-3 in a shootout. It's game day for your Winnipeg Jets as Paul Maurice makes his return to Canada Life Center. Except behind the opposite bench for the Florida Panthers. 7 o'clock puck drop tonight. I don't even think the weekend's going to be able to help Avatar when it hits theaters. I, I just, I got a bad feeling Why? about that. You know, it's crazy you say that because I was kind of in the middle. You know, Jasmine's really excited for it. You're kind of thinking it's going to flop. I'm like, where am I going? What am I doing? Yesterday, my friends and I planned, not even joking, probably for an hour and a half, when we could all go see it together because they're all hyped for it. So that, I think, has changed my mind that I think... It's going to do okay. I don't think it's going to do what James Cameron thinks it's going to do. I don't think they're going to make any money off of no. it. But I think it's going to be a good movie. Yeah, well, and I, I yeah. don't like the way he's holding number three hostage. He said number three is pretty much filmed. So they just have yeah. to edit it and do a few uh, things to it. But he's like, well, I'm not going to release it unless you uh, make me $2 billion. It's well, like, dude. There's there's also people that are like, oh, well, I'm 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 not going to go to the theater because it's it's Christmas. It's we're, we've already spent so much money on the family and the kids and everything. Why am I going to spend forty dollars to go watch it in the theaters? I'll wait for it to come to streaming. I think that's the mentality of a lot of people, especially around the holidays, where if he had released it maybe a few months after the holidays, he would have gotten the success from people that didn't have the debt from the holidays. That's a good point. We'll see. Quick, quick energy poll. Text in 204-452-1061. Yes or no, going to see Avatar 2 specifically in the theaters. That's what I want to know. I think a better question is uh, if it's going to flop or not. I mean, you can also add that in there, too. Yes, going to the theaters. Yes, going to flop. (laughs) Hey, coming up after 8 o'clock in the primetime hour of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr, you love a good conspiracy as much as we do, and there's one that's circulating around one of our favorite pop queens. We'll talk about that next hour. First, we got time to do this. Wait, what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Have you guys heard about TJ and Amy from Good Morning America? No. It has been all over the news, honestly, probably since August. But right now, it's a lot. Uh, So it's been discovered that TJ and Amy are in a relationship. They became co-hosts two years ago. Both were married to other people, but their chemistry was undeniable. And rumors of an affair sparked about a year ago. But they both stated that they were happily married 
until a private investigator was hired and boom, they were very much busted. There was tons and tons of evidence of them very handsy and touching each other and going out and sneaking into cabs and all that stuff. So they both separated from their spouses in August and started dating officially. And after an investigation, ABC ruled that they were not in breach of their contract. They were not. It wasn't a violation of company policy over their newfound love. And the couple returned to work like nothing had happened for a few days. And now Good Morning America had a change of heart and says that their affair and romance has been way too distracting, especially when this is not TJ's first with a co-worker. Uh, rumors have been running wild. Employees have been unable to focus on work with all the reporters coming at them and offering them money for an inside scoop. And while ABC states it is not a violation and they cannot reprimand them for this, ABC News needs to do its best for the company. So TJ and Amy have now been removed from the air and uh, the company's trying to figure out their next steps. It's not quite sure if they're going to be let go over this or if they're just kind of waiting for it to blow over. But it sparks the question of public relationships with your co-workers and if that works or not, or if it's worth it or not. Well, I think it comes down to what the, what is the policy at the office. There's sometimes where we have a policy of no inter-office mingling. And if that's the case, then they have every right to dismiss them. But if they don't have a policy like that in place, who's to stop true love? They've made it yeah. very clear that they're, they did not mess up at all on that front but also too it's like you're a popular news show and now people are mad because you both had an affair you have these devastated partners and the tj as well before he was on good morning america with her he actually had an affair like 11 years ago with a producer on a show that he was working at at the time and so it's just like all this bad publicity now like abc is kind of like well well, the only people that are allowed to be upset by all this is the scorned spouses. I would agree. Yeah. But also, keep in mind, if it is distracting other people in the office and people are talking in the halls about it and stuff, would it not maybe be better for office morale to just let them go and pay them So, out? So if I don't like Steven, your boyfriend, and I say I don't want him to come to any more station events or anything that we do, am I allowed to say that? Well, it's a little different. No, 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 I find, no, it's not different. I find it distracting because he's taller than me and that's intimidating <laughs> to me, so I don't want him around anymore. This is different in the sense that a lot of their employees are getting berated by TMZ and stuff like that. Like, they have news crews sitting out in the halls Welcome trying to, to be pay part, people. Welcome to being part of the media. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel, I don't think that they should be fired by any means, but both TJ and Amy have made it very clear they are in love, they're not ending their relationship, and I don't even know who they are. Yeah, I don't either. even know who they are. Go me on neither. the internet. It's all over. I'd like to preface this by saying that uh, everyone's opinion matters in this. And if you'd like to join the conversation, you can do so at 204-452-1061 via text or via phone. You can call us live. You can call the loud line as well. Brought to you by Ski Collision and Glass, 204-478-8040. I'd just like to have a uh, open, healthy conversation about something that's been talked a lot about in the house lately, Bill C-21. Are you familiar with Bill C-21? No, because yes. the only politics I know are the ones that you bring to the show and tell okay. me. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Tyler Carr. What are your feelings on guns? On guns? Yeah. I, I don't think that there should ever... My my honest feeling about guns is there should never be a way that someone that shouldn't have a gun has a gun that could potentially hurt someone. End of story for me. 
So, and so, what, what, to, on that, what would you say would be the proper vetting method? I don't have a to clue. To ensure I'm not. that somebody <laughs> can use such a weapon. I'm a radio announcer. I don't know what the okay. right way to do that is. So, are you okay with hunting? No, it's not my thing. No, but no, if you do it, le- if you do it legally, cool. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. enjoy it, cool. But if you do it illegally, then absolutely not. So the liberals are producing this Bill C-21, and it's being met with a lot of opposition right now. And hunters are coming to the forefront, including uh, Manitoba Wildlife, the Prairies, Saskatchewan, Alberta, Manitoba have all gotten together. Um, uh, Calvin Gertson has been very vocal about this. And the liberals' idea was they wanted to get rid of the AR-15, which has become a, uh, a, a buzzword gun where it's like, oh, they use the AR-15. And Why? What it, type of they, a gun is that? Just like a, it's a pretty intense rifle. Well, and has it been used for like school shootings and stuff? It's it's, it's been it's been used for uh, for for mass shootings. Yeah, okay, and well. a lot of people think it stands for assault rifle, and that's not actually the case. AR is actually the name of the the brand name. But they wanted to get rid of the AR-15, and so people kind of went, eh, okay, sure. But alongside of that, and the criteria that they're putting in the bill is also going to make a lot of hunting rifles illegal. They and have so lo- said, though, that the plan is not going after hunting rifles or but shotguns. Well, yeah, but they're reviewing but it, it, but they are reviewing it. They, well, they, they have to because there's been such strong opposition. Mm-hmm. Even Carrie Price of the Montreal Canadiens has come out and said, listen, I'm a hunter and I'm not doing anything illegal here. Like, no, it does. Like, it does suck. And I do understand, though, because it's like, well, you're, you want to keep people safe. You want to prevent people from. And there, there's a lot of horrible people out there that do horrible things that ruin things for other people. And that sucks. But like, what else can you do, really? Like if people are using them for wrong purposes and they're hurting people. That it just it sucks. Like I know that there are good people out there that just want to hunt. I understand that, but right. And I think that's the unfortunate part is that a lot of law-abiding gun owners are being punished for a lot of bad people. And keep in mind, a lot most more often than not, when illegal things are happening with guns, these are illegal guns to begin with. They've been smuggled over the border. They've got the serial numbers shaved off. I mean, there's a big issue down in the States right now with ghost guns. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those, but these are 3D printed guns that that are able to be assembled at home because they have no serial number on them. That is so stressful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So stressful. So So people can just 3D print guns now? Like, nah. Like high high end, uh, fully fully automatic I'm on Elon Musk's side. Take me to the moon. I'm ready to go. (laughs) That is it. That that, that was it. That's, That's what I needed to hear. Now I'm sold. So I'm I'm just curious to know uh, what people's thoughts are. Uh, my uh, my father is a uh, a gun owner, and he was against the long gun registry when it came out back in the 90s. Uh, I have been a gun owner in the past, a safe gun owner. I have been to the range. I am not a gun nerd. Um, I can tell you what the difference is between a semi-automatic and a fully yeah. automatic weapon is. The idea behind that is a semi-automatic weapon. Every time you pull the trigger, the bullet. Uh, shell flies out and then it automatically reloads for another butt, but you have to pull the trigger every time in order to get a shot out. Right. A fully automatic weapon just means you hold down the trigger and it keeps firing until you let go of the trigger. Yeah, so you used to be a gun owner, and I'm currently a gun owner. Ah, Take it to the gun show, baby! (laughs) No, so the question, okay, so then after hearing everything that you're saying and everything that Jasmine has said, the question isn't necessarily like 
like what what we need to do it's how do we stop people from attaining illegal guns then right is that is that the problem like is the problem that people are attaining illegal guns and then using them for bad purposes or people still buying guns and using them to hurt people like all of is the it above. All? However, then how Bill, do you even stop that? Bill, well, the, you the, don't. Well, you have to stop bad people. Yeah, you, you do. It comes down to yeah, you, you do. have to stop bad people. I think their thought in this is that by banning the use of guns that can kill a lot of people very fast, um, and making it'll make them a little bit less accessible, like powerful, ideally. Even. However, of course, you will. I think we will always have smuggling. So, is it, so are people t- going to the states? Finding illegal guns and then bringing them across the border? Is that what's happening? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happens on so a then, regular basis. Then, cut, but, then get our border security heightened. But here's, uh, here's my question, Jasmine Lane. It's an argument that I had uh, with, a, with a good friend of mine when we were talking about gun legislation and whatnot. And he says, nobody should have a gun that fires more than one round at a time before having to reload. And I said, okay, then I want a bazooka. <laughs> I want no, a rocket launcher. Seriously, though. I mean, think about it. If, if that's the threshold, if that's the criteria, that is a single shot weapon. I mean, I'm sure that he wasn't thinking or considering those into the same. But that's the thing is yeah. people don't think about those things, right? right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that have to be taken into consideration. That's what I find with B- Bill C-21 is that not enough care and consideration has been put into this bill where you are now making legal gun owners one people up north that have been doing this for generation after generation going out hunting and gathering getting their own food right according to this bill the way it is right now they will become criminals yeah well it's good that it's under review though then they said as well in the house that they have a list of different guns and whatever that they're reviewing so hopefully that ends up getting changed relatively quickly i don't know my views on on guns and stuff is interesting because i I come from a family that hunts and it'll feed us for the entire winter. Um, But at the end of the day, I am very anti-gun for the most part. Like, I'm not a fan. I I think it's ridiculous. Like, how it is in the United States, people will have guns sitting in their cars. I just think that that's ridiculous. But I also don't live there. And I live in a society where something like that, to me, seems outrageous. When there was those van attacks that happened in Toronto a few years back, I remember at the whiteout party, we had military members, police members that were outside blocking certain entrances and they had these guns that were like as big as them. And I'm like, okay, let's chill. But, uh, you know, for for an average Joe to just be a collector and buy those, I don't see the purpose of it, period. Why not? Don't tell me how to enjoy things. You can enjoy whatever you want. I don't see the purpose of it. Apparently I can't. I did not say that. I said I don't see the purpose of it. If you okay. see the purpose of it, sure. I don't, and it's not, I'm never, I, I just, I don't get it. When it comes to hunting rifles and stuff, sure, have at her. You do have a right to hunt, have at her. But uh, in terms of collectors, I have friends that are collectors who were so upset about all of this. And I'm like, well, good, because what you can't even use half the guns that they're banning anyway legally sure you, so. can. you can go to a, you can go to a shooting range and i can yeah. fire off an old uh, german luger or cool. i can fire so a glock I, I can go and spend a thousand dollars on this gun that i can only use when i spend a hundred dollars to go to a shooting range I, I just don't get it i don't well, look get at it this it. way it comes down to competition we literally have this in the olympics where there there are shooting competitions there are people that enjoy going out and shooting at targets and seeing who can be the most accurate you know, so there there is an enjoyment level to that. There is a competition involved in that. Sure, yeah, but for the average Joe, I don't see the point of it. Like again, like you're bringing up an example that's like 
it's not a majority population of people that are doing that. And a lot of the people that there's a, do there's have... A, there's actually more than you think? I believe that, but it's not a majority by far. And it is still a niche subcategory of a sport or something like that. And so, to me, I feel like, I feel like yes, it needs to be reviewed because people who hunt especially should be able to. That's how they survive. But in terms of collectors and stuff, it's something that I've never understood the point of. I don't know if that's just with where I grew up or what. I've shot plenty of guns myself too living out in the boonies like I have my whole life and coming from a family of hunters but I just I don't understand it past that point and I don't think that I ever will okay you can you can I was just gonna say you can keep texting and we're getting a bunch of text messages in at 204-452-1061 also uh, like Dave said earlier call the loud line 204-478-8040 Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr I'm gonna paint a picture for you so you get home from work you take off your shoes Maybe you take off your socks. What do you do with your socks? I leave them put on. Them in the hamper. <laughs> you put them in the hamper. Tyler, do you put yours in the hamper? Like, what do you mean? Like, in in specific, when I get home from work, it just in general. When you get home, what do you do with your socks? They stay well, on. Well, my here's feet. the thing. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I don't take off, especially in the wintertime. Forever. I leave, leave, well, for the until day until I'm ready for bed. And yeah. then, what do you do with them? I put them in the hamper because yeah. they're done. They're a yeah. one use before they need to be washed. Yeah. See, yeah. I disagree with that. <clears throat> that's gross it's not gross oh it's gross so the other day <laughs> i was putting on a pair of pants that was on the floor and my socks from the last time i had worn those pants was just like kind of rolled up in the pant leg and i did the sniff test and the socks were fine i just worn them around the house when i was wearing those pants no biggie so i put them on and i got called out about how disgusting that was and i was like why i don't have sweaty feet They don't smell bad. They're basically clean. I wore them for a couple of hours around the house. What's wrong with reusing socks? I don't wash my pants or shirts every day. Why can't I reuse socks? Because the place, the two places on your body where you release the most heat is your feet and your head. You tell that to these cold toes. Yeah, it's well, a, I think it's in the same discretion of underwear. Like shirts, I understand. Like I, I'm not gonna wash this because also it's gonna it's gonna fade, and yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> but then also same with pants. But then when it comes to underwear and then socks, those yeah. are the two things that you need. It's a, it's one use. I wouldn't say even like even if you have an easy day in the socks and you're just chilling out. Yeah. Even yeah. like fuzzy socks that you're just wearing around the house. You have to keep. Why them. why are you, why are you so against washing them? I'm not against washing them. It I'm sounds like you are. It does kind of sound validation. like you are. Why are you, you're also against washing your blanket that you're nose blind to. I think I Once think we have a serious a issue. I think we're trying to figure out that you have a serious issue with just washing well, in general. Let's not forget that Jasmine also didn't wash her shark blanket. So it seems yeah, like maybe washing is just not in the hygienic department of Jasmine Lane. I just feel like sometimes with socks, if they're good to go, they're good to go. Like, who cares? Like, it's like, yeah, no, I wore these yesterday for four hours, but they're still they're, fine. When they're in your drawer and they're folded up and they're ready and they've come out of the wash, then they're good to go. You if they've what? been taken off we, your feet and laid on the floor, they probably need a wash. We got a text at 204-452-1061. No, Jasmine, no. Socks and underwear are single use only. This is actually worse than Dave stealing baskets. Is But again, <laughs> single use only. If I'm outside going shopping or something, for sure, I will change okay, my no, socks. But then, if I'm just chilling, no, no. well then who cares? Do you wash your underwear every day after one use? I have to. Okay, so then tell me why that's different for your feet. Because it's my feet. Wait, it's just, what's different about it? You're, I don't you, have... You sweat I, and do things on your feet that you do with your underwear. Why would you not want to wash them every day? You're I walking around like, a house with a dog. You're yeah. putting them inside of shoes where you're walking outside. You're collecting things around different areas. 
I, you know what? I will chalk this up to gross. Um, <laughs> the liberal government is very prone to make sure that we are like waste free, blah, blah, blah. No plastics by 2024. And uh, this is my part in helping the environment. Mm, nope. Nope. It's gross. There's water outages all around the world, the, but the not la- in my house. The laundry that you're already doing can fit your socks. You're not going to waste any more water or anything else I by just, throwing your socks like in. I like washing my socks all the time because then they get pilly and it's just like. Then you buy new socks. That's expensive. No, it's How many ten- times am I supposed to be buying new socks in a year? Not One pack a year will be fine. And again, it's not like I'm like doing this all the time. It's just like every once in a while, are like, your the feet, socks aren't dirty. Are I'm like, whatever. Not, are your feet not worth the $12 a year for new socks? Do you not go and get manicures and pedicures anyway to take care of your feet? Exactly. Why so are you my gonna, feet are clean. No, they're not. Every day they get dirty. Take it. Listen, we learned this in Forrest Gump. Every time we stop, you change your socks. You take care of your feet. They'll take you places. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> Thank true. you for the wisdom, Dave. <laughs> This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. One of the men accused in the shooting and theft of Lady Gaga's dogs has been sentenced and uh, Hollywood lost a big one. All those details after this. First, after New Year's even or sorry, after New Year's Eve celebrations were canceled. They have now returned to the Forks. More details on the pyrotechnics and fireworks show will be coming out later this week. But there is a confirmed countdown at the CN stage, as well as tons of live music indoors at the Forks until midnight. Dress accordingly. And they also recommend to bring your skates because the skating trails will be open. Yeah, the canopy rink is officially open at the Forks, by the way. Let's go. And good news. Not only is the canopy rink now open, the Iceland skate rentals are also open. So you can rent skates if you want, and the skate change area is also open. Oh, sweet. There we go. Sweet. The guy who shot at Lady Gaga's dog walker, Ryan, is his name? Ryan Fisher. Ryan Fisher. He has been sentenced to 21 years. He's only one of five men in connection with the dog stealing and shooting. Yeah, but he was was the one that pulled the trigger. Yes, he was the one who pulled the trigger. So, uh, so yeah, 21 years. And Ryan Fisher has recovered. He is okay. Yeah, and also, they they had also, I guess, did did some talking and did some fishing. The guy that had shot the dog walker, like Gaga, dog walker had no idea that that dog walker was Lady Gaga's dog walker. So I think as soon as he found that out, he was like, well, I'm screwed now. That almost makes it worse. Yeah. That they're just going out there taking yes. dogs and well, it's shooting. Well, because the dogs are worth so much money. Yeah. And so they just saw those French bulldogs, wanted to steal them to sell them for money, uh-huh. not even realizing that it was Lady Gaga's dogs. And then as soon as they saw it on social media, they legitimately actually said to the police, like, well, we're screwed now because everybody's out looking for us. Karma sucks. 21 Karma years. Sucks. I, I, I know it's unfortunate, but it's uh, because that crime should be punished no matter what, regardless yeah. whose dogs they were. The fact that it was Lady Gaga's dogs brought more media attention to it and likely found the culprits quicker than if it was it's just some, some, some random person. Yeah. But I, I just hope for the sake of fair judicial treatment that they weren't given any more because of who she was. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so, because she was charged with attempted murder, and that right. sentence actually yeah. kind of is on par. Mm-hmm. Film and television actress Kirstie Alley passed away at 71. Oh, after. I read that. It said like, ah, yeah. cheers. She was awesome. She's so funny. She had Man. a brief and private battle with cancer that was recently discovered and will forever remember her for many funny moments. It didn't go well. It's Again, these are myths. These are not, you know, I was told by people if they were 
If they weren't so handsome, they'd be easier to handle. They would be maybe more spiritual, maybe more poetic. They, they aren't. They're just ugly. <laughs> she played the role. She played the role of Rebecca on Cheers. And it, it, if you're on YouTube today, just type in Cheers clips. That that show is probably what created the alcoholic in me. <laughs> <laughs> her family said that she was surrounded by them in her final moments and fought with great strength. Oh. Late night talking. Is she real or is she weekend at Bernie's? Wow. <laughs> is she real or is it another Avril Lavigne? I haven't I haven't heard anything about this, by the way. Well, it's just starting to trend on TikTok right now, so I think that's probably why. Okay. Um, do you want me just to lay it out, Dave? You want me to throw all the facts that I got at you and we'll see what happens? So, uh, Britney Spears, everybody, it was hashtag free Britney, free Britney. Britney Spears in this conservatorship with her father, it was horrible. Ever since the conservatorship ended with her father, fans, it's been horrible. It, it's apparently, <laughs> it's apparently been worse for her. What? Because apparently now, there is speculation that A, she might not even actually be alive anymore. Um, B, that she's actually locked up more with her husband. Her husband is behind this now. And that there are people that are still trying to keep her locked away from the real world. And the, the reason why fans are speculating this is if you look on social media. So how do you say his last name? Brittany's husband. Sam Ashgari. Ashgari? Ashgari. Yep. Okay. All of the videos that he's posted with Brittany... She doesn't move. So in the background, so for her birthday, I'll show you this one, Jasmine. Here, you'll you'll, you'll see this one. It's a long video. It basically shows yeah, him how sh- he set everything up with the yeah, balloons. Yeah, he's like, look at all the these flowers. balloons and everything. But she's not in the video in any of the balloons or anything. And then turns, and she's just standing there. Doesn't move, doesn't say anything. And then when he moves, that's when she says something, but it sounds like a voice recording. And then people are now going back and showing that in her old Instagram videos and everything. They're all filmed from 2020 because that's when she had those hair extensions. Yeah. So all of the videos that are being posted right now, fans don't think it's been Britney. It's all been old content that they filmed with her because they did. It, it's just. Is she not on Instagram anymore? No, it got taken down last night because of all of this. Stop. Yes. Okay, oh, show me this video yeah, okay. then. Yeah. So this is, I think this is the video. Let's look. It's a bit of a long one. It is. To get to the Britney part. There is. Um, see if I can bring it up. It's Lady Gaga. Well, I'll be honest with you, the Instagram videos that I had seen uh, shortly after her conservatorship when she was just you know, doing, doing this spinning around, look yeah. at all the room for activities. She looked like a ghost in a shell. Like, yes. It looked like the lights were on, but there was nobody behind so, the wheel. The, the actual conspiracy with the fans are that Britney was drugged and then basically told she had to film these goofy videos which obviously are not like her normally and then they kind of just kept them all in a vault and now they're posting them to make people think that she's still okay but she isn't and you have to keep in mind too we haven't had a public appearance of britney in years yeah well, not only that in but i mean the song, the song she did well, with elton john Yes. The, yeah. I mean, we, we haven't seen a music video where she's performing it. No. I was no. going to say, I mean, public appearance, I guess, not so much, but what about like their honeymoon and stuff? There's photos there. Mm-hmm. Not really. There's like, I remember. Mm-hmm. A photo. And it's all, and Brittany is, why would she post a huh. photo two months later of just, and keep in mind, when Brittany posted about her wedding, she wasn't in the photo, it was the venue. 
It was the venue. It wasn't even her and Sam. We got video of her. We got video of her ex-husband crashing the party, though. Yes, we have all the videos of Sam Ashgari. And then again, also another video that he posted where he's uh, on Instagram live, Jasmine. And he's Britney's off to the side. So she's not in the shot. You can't see her. And he's going, oh, your fans are wondering why you're never live. And then she responds. And it sounds like a voice recording, like a robot. And it, it says, I am live. I am live. And she says it twice. I am live. Why? That It doesn't add up. None of this adds up. I thought it was very interesting in that birthday video that you're talking about that yes. Sam Asgari posted. I thought it was interesting that he said, I'm celebrating my wife's first birthday. Yes. It's well, all very weird. First free birthday. Yeah. Well, now yeah, you, under, you don't, under you don't his do conservatorship that, now, apparently. Okay, let me see if I can He's find He's a handsome devil, by the way. Yeah, he is. So, again, obviously nothing is actually um, confirmed or anything, but in the last little bit, fans are fans are now actually, they're more terrified now than they were when her father was in the conservatorship. Because, you know, she was she was under this horrible, horrible conservatorship yeah. where her father was doing all these wrong things. But was it just to pass her on to a new group of guys that want to take advantage? I, like, it's hard to tell. Well, it's interesting, too, because yesterday I reported on this in Music News You Can Use, but she seems to have just completely out of the blue... Uh, repaired her relationship with her younger sister, yeah. Jamie Lynn. Oh, that was the weird. That was also weird. That was I so weird. Sister. That was so weird. And that's what I mean is Brit- I don't think Brittany is writing any of those captions. I don't. I really don't. I don't think she's the one on Instagram. I think that they're all just a bunch of video. I'm on I'm on the Brittany. I'm on the conspiracy side with the fans here. Like you think all of those captions where she dives deep and like is they're rambling. Why do you but why do you think that? But how would you have any proof that they were real? She's never gone live. She's never done anything where she's actually said that this is who I Fans have also said, they've like, Brittany, if this is actually you, please do a video and tell us that this is you. She's never kinda done like, it. Kind of like, like, wearing... like the way you do on dating apps where it's like, where hold up a sign of yourself saying, hi, Jasmine, this is me yep. or whatever it may be. So you're not getting catfished. I think we're all being catfished. What yep. about when people were like, wear blue if you need help? And then she wore blue. That that was on the old conservatorship. Okay, look at this. I think, look at this. So okay, look at this. So this is the this is the video, and there, look at she's not even moving. Wait, she's hold not on, even I moving. gotta look at that closer. That's weird. Come here. Come here. That's come here. weird. It, she's not even moving. See. She's not even moving. Watch, watch. From here, there she's in the background. Watch her not look. Watch. So here are all the decorations. Her there's my wonderful woman that, that doesn't weird. move. She's a robot. Yeah, that's total weekend at Bernie's. Okay, so what's like the the final verdict on the final this? verdict is now fans are really really trying to get to the bottom of if Britney is okay. They are trying to um, they're figure trying out if she's alive. Yeah, they're trying to figure out if she's alive, and they're really pushing for like a live interview or something where Britney can just be like, "Yes, I'm okay," because right now there's nothing that I am surprised she hasn't done. Because, However, but, well, I understand it in the sense of just wanting to get away. Yeah, but also look at the if if she is the one writing these Instagram captions. She isn't getting away. Yeah, she, she she is, is still living true. in it, and she does want to talk about it. Almost as if she needs to be in a conservative. No, she need. Well, okay, I could say yes to that in a healthy conservatorship that has nothing to do with her horrible family that wanted to take advantage of her. I'm watching uh, Sam's video right now that he posted about her, her her first birthday, and it's very weird. It is yep. weird. She's not in it at all. It's not a video mm-hmm. of her birthday. No, it's like him decorating the house, and then when he does flip to her, she's not moving. <laughs> 
She's literally yeah. not moving or blinking. And she's standing in the background like a literal wax figure in like the a house. Weekend at Bernie's. It's weird. It's something is weird. And I feel bad for Brittany. And I also feel bad for her fans because they just want to, like at this point, they just want to know that she's well, okay. They, I'll be honest with you. They created this monster. I think she's okay. No, the paparazzi did. I think it's weird, but I think she's okay. I hope Why she did the paparazzi do that? Because the fans wanted it. Well, yeah, well, the paparazzi could have also been respectful. I wouldn't blame the fans, but anyway. The fans are the I, reason that she was able to get out of the conservatorship because they fought so hard. So, I don't know. Curious to hear your thoughts on the loud line, 204-478-8040. Do we have Leave enough time to get into Brittany one? Brittany alone. <laughs> Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr is an Evanoff Communications production. Any reproduction of this show without written consent is strictly prohibited. Wheeler in the Morning is produced by Tyler Carr and executive produced by Adam West. Wheeler in the Morning is broadcasting on Treaty 1 land, traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Denny peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation.